Now we go to our regular Monday feature, Trash Talk. This week, Marcy Trent Long talks to Edwin Kerr, the CEO of the Hong Kong Research Institute of Textiles and Apparel, about the ambitious plans by the government to make Hong Kong a centre for sustainable fashion and textile recycling. Right, and so on to the segment. Trash talkers, most of you know that Hong Kong is a global center for managing textile production, but not so many of us realize that Hong Kong is also a hub of research and innovation helping transform the textile industry from one of the world's most wasteful to hopefully a global sustainable industry. We're particularly happy to have our guest Edwin Kay, CEO of HK Rita, the Hong Kong Research Institute for Textiles and Apparel, to talk about their efforts to lead this charge. Welcome to the show, Edwin. Thank you. It's great to be here. Okay, we talked earlier about your checkered past. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to start there, huh? <laughs> you have so many years of experience working in supply chain management for large companies like Walmart. But yeah. you, you, what, what changed? Now, to be clear, Walmart was my last job in in uh, in the supply chain. I've sort of run the gamut of of, uh, of global supply chains. Um, I, I never started out wanting to be in industry. Um, I, I thought I was going to be a sociologist. So my first job out of out of college was I worked for the United Nations High Commission for Refugees, and in in one of the Vietnamese refugee camps here. And that was the two or three of the most frustrating years of my life because I watched people die unnecessarily. And so as a result of which, and here I work for a, a well-resourced organization, and I can't get the wheels to move. I can't, I can't move the system or change the system. So, so instead of going to get my PhD in sociology, which was, I was all set to do, I changed gears and went to business school. Huh. And to finance my business school uh, education, I worked for an apparel startup and found that actually you can affect change much more efficiently in the private sector than in the public sector. And that was the next 30 years of my life. Uh, when I got to what arguably was the pinnacle of my career, I, w I was the chief operating officer for Walmart's global procurement. So in effect, I was running the world's biggest global supply chain. I came to a point in which I saw that the end was near for me. You know, between now and Alzheimer's, I have the opportunity. <laughs> oh, that's to, depressing. <laughs> well, you, you know, you, there's a limited uh, exactly. shelf life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, and so uh, they offered me a brilliant 10-year contract to stay. And I talked to my wife. I said, you know, I got this fear that if I took this um, I, I would live with regrets. But on the other hand, if I don't do this, we may be poor. And my wife was an academic, said, I don't care. So uh, God bless my wife. So I, I said, I, I'm going to step off. Uh, and, and, and there were a couple of reasons for that. One, I wanted to think about what, what I've, I've been doing and how I can make an impact. And secondly, I want to see if, if I can do something that was useful and productive. And so that uh, I was very fortunate. The, the Wharton School invited me to to go do some research there. And while I was there, I said, "Well, could you teach uh, as well?" 
And as I taught uh, and, and got interested in the global supply chain in this part of the world, I, I sort of, I'm from Hong Kong, so I sort of came back here. Uh, the Hong Kong government said, well, hey, look, we've got this research center, a small research center. You want to do it in your spare time, manage it. And so so that was my beginning of my involvement in, uh, in, in HK Rita. In HK Rita. Hey, tell us about HK Rita. That, that is what you're here to talk about. The Hong Kong Research Institute for Textile and Apparel is an applied research center funded by the Innovation and Technology Fund. And its, its mission is to do research, useful research for the textile and apparel industry. Uh, and, and applied research in, in our context is the finest things that are three to five years to market. And it's sort of too close to market for academics to be interested because it's too, it's too commercial. And it's too far away for, for uh, um, commercial enterprises to be interested because it, the return on investment is a little bit too long, especially for Hong Kong. So traditionally, this is where research goes to die. The government saw this, this opportunity and so created this research center. And it was for a while sort of trying to figure out where, what it could do and what its mission is. And sort of, so this was the, the challenge that I was given to solve for at, at HK Rita. And so we work on three major domains, which we identified after talking with a lot of stakeholders in the industry, which is sustainability, so all things around circularity, recycling, and things like that. Around Industry 4.0, uh, how do you make intelligent and automated and modern manufacturing systems and supply chain? And then enterprise, enterprises that actually keep up with what is happening to us as a, as a society. Lifestyle changes. Uh, uh, we're all getting older. We all want to stay more healthy. Uh, more and more of us are living in the city. What are some things that we can produce to serve this community? Oh, it's really interesting because oh, so in the old days, right, the textiles were produced here. Yes. Now then they went to China. Yes. And now, but a lot of the production management is still here in Hong Kong, right? Yes. And yes. is that why Hong Kong? Like, what was the government thinking when they started you? So, so the, the government's question was, uh, what value-added role can Hong Kong play in the future? Okay. Years ago, we started out as the labor component of of the uh, of the supply chain. We made stuff. Uh, and today we are the management and the financial component, right? We, we have a lot of financial transactions go through us and we sit sort of in the middle of everybody's global supply chain. So that role is still here, but you can, you can see us being priced out of the marketplace, right? The, uh, uh, the, the real estate just makes every, every other industry in Hong Kong, uh, uh sort of obsolete or, or it doesn't make Too sense. Expensive, to put you, yeah. 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 The future, the one opportunity is that Hong Kong can uh, add value by being the, the, the solution end of, of challenges for the industry or the sustainability end for the, for the, for the industry. So we became the, the, uh, the data and the innovation uh, uh, part of the, of the industry. Oh, that, that's what we want to be. Yeah. And so you've got a variety of different projects. So which ones do you think are taking you down that sustainability path that you want to talk about? Um, sustainability was something that we, we did a fairly large industry survey uh, uh, about about five, six years ago, just asking everybody the same three questions. And one of them was, what are some key challenges of yours? And sustainability universally came back as the, the big thing that everybody uh, was, was, was dealing with. This is all the way down from the, the raw material uh, guys to the retailer, because more and more people want to know how is my stuff made? What is it made of? And what is it doing to, to the environment and to society in the process of my making this decision to buy this stuff or use this stuff? 
So we started a work first around um, recycling, and then we we decided that you know that's not enough because uh, that that sort of is a doing less bad, if you will, in the equation. We have to get to the more good uh, <laughs> part of the equation. So today we still continue to work on things like recycling, but the more good part is how do you make things durable so that they stay in the economy longer and longer? You have more utility uh, with with the product. Does that also make it more expensive? The durable? Uh, no, no. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Applied uh, research means applied solutions, and applied solutions are usually multidiscipline solutions. So it's not only a science problem. For us, it's the business case problem. It's the logistics problem. It's the financial problems. So, so we have to create things that are affordable, that are useful, that are attractive before people would use it, right? So, so we try to solve all of these, and we, we look at all of these things equal weighting, if you will. Uh, so, so we, are, we, we don't just uh, solve the science problem. We try to present a, a, a more comprehensive solution. Okay. So you go for the durability, and then you've got these amazing projects, either at the mills, the G2G the system, yes. And then also the hydrothermal in, in yeah. Taipo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing that got us on the map a little bit, if you will, are these projects that we've been doing uh, that we announced last September. Uh, and one of them is the the first one is is this factory that we opened up in Taipo, which is uh, and and the chief executive uh, kindly came and actually cut the ribbon for that, because as she said in her opening speech, this is the first mill to open in Hong Kong in 50 years, and so that's a recycling mill and it has several technologies in them, and one of the big breakthrough one is the hydrothermal system, which is a system to separate and recycle mix and blended material using heat and pressure. Uh, so a very benign process. Right. So that's the engineering side that we talked about. So most people don't realize, right, when you have a blended fabric, you think, yeah. oh, I can just put it yeah. into the recycling bin, boom, yeah. and it's fine. But yeah. no. No, no. You can separate your aluminum cans from your paper, if you will. But blended material are tough. What has happened in the last 10, 15 years is that we have all gotten used to getting more functionality out of our clothes. We want our clothes to be lightweight. We want our clothes to to wick moisture when we sweat and we want them to moderate temperature and we want we want it to be cheap as well so more and more um, blended materials with different components of functionality are put together so our modern clothes our apparel are actually quite functional if you go back to your wardrobe and pick out something from say 10 15 years ago uh, you would find them to be much heavier in the summer and it isn't as comfortable the problem is once you blend material together, polyester and cotton and wool or something like that, unless you separate them, it's very hard to reuse them again because they behave very differently. And, and unfortunately, our current supply chain is quite linear. We've not thought about, oh, post-consumer, what are we going to do with it? So our, our first project was to try to solve that problem, uh, but using a much more benign and affordable and, and, a, and a very short uh, recycling route so that it is something that is eminently doable. Um, and then also to solve this problem that we have globally, which is that globally, if you look at the fashion supply chain, we are really good at making stuff in the East and consuming stuff in the West. The problem that creates is that the things, the bulk of the things that need to be recycled are in the wrong place. And so how do you, how do you create a reverse logistics supply chain? Um, and don't forget, 
China isn't taking anybody's trash anymore. So, so you have to process them in situ, right, in, in the country of use before you can do anything else with it. So that process is sort of the um, industrial scale uh, version of a possible solution. The Mills garment-to-garment system is a direct-to-consumer uh, a system in, in which people just go to a store and have their clothes, old clothes, turn into new clothes while, while they're there. Right. And so because there's two waste streams, right? There's the waste stream of post-consumer, I throw it in the bin, and then there's the waste stream of pre-consumer, which is in the factory, they're in yeah. the sewing machines, yes. they're cutting yes. it up and it yes. all goes to the floor. Yes. Yes. And those, I never knew about those two yeah. until I was talking to a high-end uh, fashion guy. Right, right, right. And he said, oh, no, I don't take post-consumer, I only take yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's some trickiness in the vocabulary when we talk about recycling, right? Because you're right, a lot of the effort today is, is what stuff ends up on the factory floor. Those actually are quite easy to deal with. You know what it is. It's all the same material. It's all the same color. You just gather them together and you can process them. The tricky stuff is stuff that ends up in these collection bins, right? And our our, what we're trying to do today is we want to deal with the worst bit of this. It's not only what stuff is in the collection bin, because let's say the top half of the collection bin, the clothes are great as it is. It, it can be reused without you doing anything to it. Just, just sort of clean it up and, and package it and let somebody else use it or sell it on. It's fine. What we want to deal with is the bottom half of the, of the collection bin, which are clothes that are damaged. Uh, they, are, they are soiled. Uh, they cannot be used as is. So this is where our technologies to separate material and to reprocess materials come in handy because we can sterilize things and we can separate things and then we can then reprocess them in a, in a more efficient uh, manner. So then what, what's next, Professor? What's <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's the future hold? What's gonna ha what is 10 years from now in the fashion industry? So first of all, today, less than 1% of, of everything that we use in the apparel industry is, is, is recycled. So we need to get that percentage up. So we need to make it easy for that, for that uh, uh, process to happen. Um, and this is where things like Taipo is important. Why did we open a factory in Taipo? We opened a factory in the world's most expensive city, right? Uh, rent is expensive, labor expensive, electricity expensive, everything is expensive. And yet that that facility is a for-profit. It takes no, as no, there's no special tax break. There's no nothing the subsidy that it gets, and it is it is. It is going to make money. It's designed to make money. It's shipped its first order already. So we want to do that. We want effective solutions, possibly first world solutions, where the consumption is taking place so that we can recycle a larger and larger proportion of what we use. And you lose that east-west thing that you're talking about as well. Hey, if we can make money recycling stuff in the world's most expensive city, there's no city in the world that can give me a reason why they, they don't have that system in their city today, right? But the, the second is, is this more good uh, portion of it, which is you can never reduce and recycle yourself to zero, right? So, so you have to begin to be thinking about how can this industry be climate positive? How can we actually contribute to, to making the world a better place? And so the long-range research goals for us around sustainability are materials that actually clean up the mess that, that industry has created and clean up the mess that other industries have created. So, so things that are carbon positive, things that produce good materials for, for other applications. Uh, and we've got a couple of ideas around those too as well. 
All right. So people can go to Mills Fabrica, right? Yep. Anyone can walk in the door. Yes. Mon- yes. Uh, seven days a week. Yep. The, the garment garment shop is open. There are two portions of that business. One is the ready to wear business, and that is uh, their clothes that we we made from recycled material. You can buy those there, and you can also bring your materials in for recycling. For that, you have to go online to make an appointment because we we do want to talk to you. It's like seeing the doctor, if you will. But the the garment garment system exists in a forty foot container. You come in, you bring your old clothes, and you can take a anti-clockwise walk around the 40-foot container. It's got glass walls, and you will see the eight steps that it takes for us to turn your old clothes into new clothes. Ah, what a fun day out. It, it, it should be. It should be. I want to emphasize that the, the garment-to-garment system that you see at the mills, that's a science experiment in progress. Those guys that are in the 40-foot container are our research scientists doing the research in real time and producing products in real time. And we want that sort of experience for people so that you can see us warts and all, experiment and all. And we want feedback. We want people to tell us what we're doing right, what, we're, what we could do even better. And we want this dialogue and conversation uh, about recycling. Well, that's brilliant. Cause, so Mills Fabrica is in Sunwan. It's a beautiful building. It used to be a textile factory, correct? It, it, it was a mill. It was a, a mill. In the 50s. And the, the architectural design is extremely attractive. And yeah. it's a pleasant place to go visit. So, Trash Talk listeners, the best way to be environmentally conscious is to buy fewer clothes, but a lot of us really enjoy our fashion choices. So maybe consider buying lightly used clothing or clothing made out of recycled fabrics. Hopefully, textile upcycling is one way out of the looming environmental problems caused by fast fashion. Definitely visit Mills Fabrica. Maybe you'll luck out and Edwin will be there to talk to you as well. Maybe not. I don't know. Professor Edwin, right? Um, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your groundbreaking research. And thank you for thoughts. having me. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Or follow us at Twitter at Sustainable Asia and on Instagram at SustainableAsia.co for new episodes and trash tips. You can also visit Plastic Free Seas Hong Kong on their Facebook and Instagram pages for more trash tips. Thank you very much. That was Marcy Trent Long talking to Edwin Kay, the CEO of the Hong Kong Research Institute of Textiles and Apparel. Um, that was a great, tra- that's our regular Trash Talk Monday segment.